another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. I am Josue Pavone, alongside Sean Dutra. We're both back, right? We took uh, the last episode off, but now we're back. Two-man show this time around. Joel Pavone is uh, enjoying the beautiful beaches of Roatan. Must be nice. Yeah. Must be nice. Yeah, it must be nice while we're sitting up here in, in 70-degree weather that turned into snow for no Fresh reason. Fresh off a storm. Right, right. <laughs> Fresh off Ridiculous. a storm. But you know what, snaps. Sean? The Celtics are back to their winning ways, man. They stretched this thing out to 11 out of 12. They had that one L right before the All-Star break that we didn't see coming. But they made up for it with two back-to-back wins fresh off the All-Star break. And now, the national media, Sean, they use the word contender next to the Celtics, man. How could this have happened so quickly? I can't believe it. A month ago, we were talking about this team potentially being stuck in the playing tournament. Now, not only are they the 60, but they're only a game and a half behind Philly for, for the third season. So look out, the Eastern Conference. And, of course, the entire league is, is, is on notice right now. I mean, and rightfully so. This team has not only been, not only been the, the, the best defensive team in the NBA, but they're just the best team right now overall, the hottest team in the NBA right now. And everyone is uh, everyone's paying attention to them. Yeah, man. I mean, if you think about it, like, it's not that the Celtics were, like, a bad team or, like, a bad roster. Just they were never playing up to the potential that they could, they, they should have been playing at. So, like, when you look at the team on paper, like, going into the season, you're like, yeah, they should be contenders. But that thing that held them back was what has always held them back. Inconsistent play. They can't, you know, put it all together. It seems yeah, like they, they always had been. Yeah, they just would beat themselves, play down a competition. And then now you're finally seeing what I think is what this team with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown should be, like, they should be a top four team in the East consistently. They should be a contender every every year with those two guys. So yeah, I think uh, I don't know. I, I'm not surprised that I'm not surprised that you know now that they're winning and winning consistently, that the national media or, or the NBA is like thinking like, oh, we better watch out for the Celtics because that one two punch is lethal, man. It, it's a it, they have they have everything you would want in a in a contender on the roster. It's just they were never they were never able to put it together, but now they are. So I mean, hell yeah, man. This is this is what, what we what we expected the entire time. Are they the biggest reason for this though? Like let's 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 start right there. I mean like I think yeah, Tatum is they, the biggest piece of the of the blame pie, so to speak. The the who gets the blame for all this success and who's the one that you think I mean, yeah, I, I, you could say Tatum and Brown because clearly they're they're the they're the leaders here and this is their team, but like I don't know, man. I, I feel like we, we got to give the most respect or the most props to, to Ime Udoka. I mean, the system, sure. the way he's been on these guys, that sort of tough love. I mean, I think he would get the biggest piece. I think Jalen and, and, and Tatum are definitely up there as well. But, I mean, be, between the three of those guys, like, yeah, there's plenty to be said about what they've been doing the past month. But what's, in your opinion, what's what did it for this team? What, what was the turnaround? What was the spark? Where, how did this happen? Well, I think the most consistent – so for me, if I'm like – if you're making the, the why are we winning hierarchy, I do think that, like, there's there's a top tier and there's three people. And this is going to sound – maybe maybe four people because I think Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown are playing together well. So you have to say, like, that's something that they weren't doing before. They're doing it now. I think, to your point, Ime Odoka has finally got through to the team to play defense. And, and really be a defensive team. And then lastly, and I think most importantly, like we've said all along, the heartbeat of the Celtics is Marcus Smart. And he's playing the best basketball he's yeah. ever played. He's fitting into the I team agree. Best, yes. better than he ever has. 
and he's facilitating. He, he's taken that point guard role that we said, can he do it? He's doing it at a very high level, yeah. not turning the ball over, facilitating offense, playing awesome defense. So like, yeah, that's what you, and then the role players sort of fit now. It sort of makes a lot of sense. So everything, it's almost, are you a little worried? It's like too good to be true right now, bro. Like that's like my the only thing, thing is the, it's, my thing is the injury bug. I mean, we've been covering this team yeah, for how many years yeah. now? Like it happens every year, right? Every single year. So I'm like, where's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? I mean, people forget last season, it happened with Jalen. It happened with one of your best players, you know? So who's to say that that won't happen again? Tatum. I mean, that's my only thing. Tatum missed a chunk of time with COVID last year, too. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. But I was thinking more of just the postseason. But, yeah, no, you know, that's, yeah. One, one, that's, it, it, it's, that's the it only thing like, in my back of my mind. I'm waiting for that, for that shooter drop. Well, it sounds like an excuse. And I think we all were like, well, we can't blame injuries or COVID. But, like, this team – was ravaged by injuries and COVID and yeah. not having a starting lineup. Give, and, we gave him no slack for that whatsoever. No, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't. And, yeah. and, it, and it probably was unfair yeah. because, like, what? How is? How, how are they supposed to play as a as a unit if they're constantly missing a different piece each time? But I think to your point, the the starting five, if they can stay healthy is legit, like, probably the best one through five in the Eastern Conference. Like, I'm talking about one through five. You know what I mean? Sean, you're not the first person to say that. Like, all of a sudden, I'm telling you, since the All-Star break, it's like, yeah. oh, well, the Celtics, they do have one of, if not, the best starting five in the Eastern Conference. I'm like, Seriously? since when? This team? No, it's been, the one that we were, healthy. The one we were trashing a couple of months ago? Yeah, yeah no, the starting five hasn't changed. Like, it's, it's always been this way. And I love the starting five. I never wanted to shake it up. You know, and yeah. then now, you know, look, both of us haven't even been around, you know, since the since the since the deal, since the trade deadline. Now you added a, a guy like like Derek White, who's been tremendous on both ends. You know, can move the ball around, yep. fits the mold, comes from that same background, the, the you know school of Popovich, so to speak. And you know, that's a guy who, along with someone like Daniel Tice to address the front court, that's insurance right there as well. I mean, these are both pieces that not only can you can you fit in with, to what this team is doing, but also yeah. it just it's they're, they're two guys that are gonna they're gonna you know reaffirm that for you. You're gonna be in the locker room. Gonna be uh, you know, good voices to, to for 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 the team. I mean, look for for what we've seen thus far, it's been quite a ride. I, I just don't see how this thing shakes up uh, unless unless there's an injury. Unless one of those guys because this team is yeah. so top heavy, one injury can really do this team in for sure. Yeah, I think I think you that the only like starter that you have on your bench. Is Derek White, right? Starter caliber player. I think that's like so maybe they can sustain us, they can keep this up with like a little bit of a a little bit of a bump of like maybe losing one player for a week or so. But you yeah. know, overall, like health is a big factor going in the playoffs. And the biggest thing for me, man, we don't have to if everything goes as as it's going right now, which I do think it will because I actually, when we talk about the Pistons game, I take a lot away from this victory today. Uh, I, I actually do. But, like, um, I do think it's going to continue. And the best part is, is that wh- whatever happens, they're going to have a either easy first-round series win, depending on how high they can get up in the standing, or... Home court is key. Home court oh, is key. Get home court, right? And then, or like a really competitive playoff run. Like there's, they're going to be competitive, which is, I think 
if we were talking about it, you know, a month ago, we would have all thought first round exit. See you later. Maybe if we get out of the playing tournament, right? So that that's huge. We're right. going, you know, from where they were to where they are now. And I hey, I called this shit, bro. I said all this team needs is a nice five six game win streak. Get everything all going, and and you got this all happened. You, oh, actually, you know what? Yeah, better thing. said than done, man. I mean, any team could go for a six seven Another game thing. win streak. Like, but you know what? Make a difference for any team. This started. You know when the win streak started? After you and Joel finally picked up on uh, looking ahead and picked the Celtics to go 4 0. And then oh, they the did. 4-0. And they did. <laughs> and then they haven't lo- looked back since, bro. I've been telling you to do that for years and you guys wouldn't do it. Because <laughs> we believed it. That's why. We're really going to say some shit just to say it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. It is. We, we did this. You're, you're welcome, Celtics Nation. Causeway Street has you. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're, I'm glad we're talking Derek White, and, and in particular this game against the, uh, the the previous game against the Pistons because he didn't have a good night. I mean, no. or a good day rather. It was a matinee, early start, maybe knocked him off his uh, his swag a bit, but uh, easily his worst game as a Celtic. But the only one I've had a problem with since he joined the team. So there's a lot to be said about that. I mean, what's it been two weeks now? So yeah. I, I mean, look, the sample size is small, but there's no it's it's not up for debate as to how productive this team this, this team is when he's on the floor and when he's when he's doing his thing now what i'm trying to say is when he wasn't doing his thing on offense Peyton Pritchard off the bench yeah. was huge for the Celtics i'm not quite sure the Celtics come out of that game with a win if it wasn't for Pritchard in that fourth quarter maybe i'm exaggerating a bit no but i think you're right he made it easier for this team you know they really closed the door on the pistons and look 19 points off the bench. I don't know if you can count on that every single night, but look, three three pointers, three for five. He has you know, those backdoor cuts, six assists. You know, we know he's not going to give you a whole lot on the defensive end of the floor. But when someone like like Derek White, or let's, let's say I don't know, for example, if it's Marcus Smart or Jalen Brown, if one of those guys are not cutting it on the offensive end, Peyton Pritchard could be a, a valuable asset to have off the bench, not only to counteract those slow starts from 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 offensive guys that you need night night to night. But he could also be a, a surprise in the fourth quarter, you know, a guy who could sort of hold down the fort while guys are resting and, and, and a, a spark, an offensive spark that this team just hasn't had off the bench for the last two seasons. I mean, who's an offensive spark off the bench that you can think of that you can rely on? You know, I mean, I guess it's been Grant Williams this year, but that's been a revelation, you know, and now you have someone like Peyton Pritchard. Hopefully this could be something, you know, that you can count on moving forward. Yeah, I will say. Peyton Pritchard should feel really big confidence boost that he's on this team still. You know what I mean? After the trade deadline. <laughs> he, survived. he survived the trade deadline. Yeah, that's a good point. No Romeo around you. You know, you look around you, you're like, damn, Romeo's gone. You know, Neesmith's the only younger guy, you know, around. This is it. Yeah. It's like a sense of belonging, right? For, for, yeah, for he, he's and, – and he probably knows, too, that, you know – Next year isn't promised for him in a Celtics jersey either. So, uh, yeah, I, I was really impressed to see him sort of really, you know, when the ball was moving around, he wasn't afraid to shoot and he was making them today. So that was great to see. Peyton Pritchard played really well today. But you know what else? Celtics freaking suck in matinee games. No, what is up with that, man? This wasn't even a matinee game. This was an extra matinee because – it was 11 o'clock in Detroit, right? It was 11 o'clock in Detroit. What the hell was that? <laughs> they, so this is, I totally... This is, yo, you want to you go grab brunch and go to the game? Like, this is, like, that's what they were doing out there. Like, this is early. Seriously. 
Yeah, and Joel sent the the, <laughs> the halftime show. They just had people trying to like get everyone turned up. It's like, bro, it's noon. All right, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Relax. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I, got my, I got my kids with me. Relax. Yeah. Right. Like, what? What is this? Wife. Wife left me. Left me with the kids for the day. <laughs> I'm just. Yeah, it just in, so right? happened. Just so happened. You know. The the matinee Celtics game is on, so just sort of worked out, you know. <laughs> right, tickets are like eighteen bucks over there. Like, yeah, yeah like, I was out. I was considering Disney on Ice, but I mean, we might as well. The Celtics are playing, so we're good. Anyways, no, uh, <laughs> no, nah, man. I mean, <laughs> it's such a Sean approach to Saturday morning. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean, bro? Like. Like you would take, you would say, like if there was a Celtics game at 11 a.m., one, you would not miss that. Two, you would take yeah. Jordan with you, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, this is a yeah. really perfect. And three, you would not be trying to hear all that noise at halftime. <laughs> You'd be like, yo, what are we doing? Yeah. I'm still I'm still sipping my coffee. I haven't even, you know? Or maybe you won't be drinking oh, no, coffee. Bro. You're drinking something else. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you probably wouldn't be drinking the coffee. <laughs> but you would, to be honest, I'd be the only dude. Yet. No, no, I'd be the only dude that is turned up at halftime because I'm at the game, bro. It doesn't matter what time, man. I'd be that guy. I want to. I want this other to do a 10, 10 a.m. start and see if you do. Oh, it. I'm I, I think you're there, right. There, bro. I think that'd be right up your alley. You know, you know, you know, like Causeway Street Bar would do like kegs and eggs or some shit, bro. They just like you know have have like one of those morning morning breakfast uh, and beers. Yep. I I half expected the Celtics because of that's why I think this Pistons win was good. Right, two things: they had the loss to the Pistons going into the All Star break, which everyone overreacted to. Like good teams lose that in that spot, like before the All Star game, to bad teams. That's just what good teams do. They take their foot off the brake and uh, foot off the gas, and then to go back to Detroit. To play the team that beat you in a matinee, it was a super trap game. And I think the team, you know, even though some players didn't show up, we talk about Derek White, we talk about, um, you know, I, I don't necessarily think Al Horford had a great game, really, you know. Uh, but either way, the they did what they needed to to beat a team that has been streaking in a matinee game. That That's a big the Celtics lose that game. The Celtics, you could, that's a circled loss uh, before this winning streak. Would you agree? Like that, that, this would be a loss, a scheduled loss. Yeah. I also think that they probably lose this game if they didn't lose before. You know what I mean? It had to be like a revenge game for them. But yeah. the fourth quarter execution had a lot to do with that. You know, I thought they did a good job of targeting um, Cade Cunningham, who, of course, is a uh, favorite to win rookie of the year, but he's not the best defender. I thought they did a good job of no. uh, getting at him. Al Horford played well, though, on defense, especially in switches. I thought Al wanted all the smoke down low. He was trying to get going, but defensively he was yeah. there, you know, and that's a big reason why he, he nearly played uh, he nearly played 40 minutes in this one because um, he had to. I feel like uh, Emei didn't trust the closing lineup with, with White, you know, playing the way he was, and uh, because Al was so tremendous on defense and, and surviving those switches that it made sense to, to stick with those guys, stick with that starting five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm just a little bit pissed on Al because he let Corey Joseph go in to ruin my bet. But that that could be just it. But either way, like, <laughs> either way, uh, overall, like, it sounds silly, but big win for the Celtics. Getting back in the winning streak, uh, 
just, you know, happy to see it because I, I was a little bit nervous going into this game thinking like this is like uh, the trappiest of trap games, you know? So they survived. This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is powered by BetOnline.ag. Football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get started. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds. And even right to the Olympic coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, BetOnline is your number one online wagering destination. BetOnline, the fastest, easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, well, before we look ahead, Sean, we can't uh, not talk about uh, the trade deadline, the biggest trade of the trade deadline, which wasn't Derek White. No, not yeah. at all. Uh, it was James Harden switching teams yet again. He's now a member of the yep. Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, ben Simmons is now a member of the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, I guess what's your, uh, what's your reaction to this? Now that we're, what, about two weeks removed from the trade? Um, yeah. Uh, James Harden made his, made his Philly debut Friday night. Did his thing, him and Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid looking like an MVP favorite right now. Certainly a candidate. Um, how do you feel about this Philly team? You know, obviously they uh, they spent quite a bit to get their guy, but they got the best guy in the trade. Um, they're looking to, to make that push to, to the NBA Finals. How do you feel about the, the Philadelphia 76ers winning the East and now that they have uh, James Harden on their team? So, I mean, yeah, a lot of people have been saying that like how much better Brooklyn got. And I actually think that Brooklyn got a lot better with the, like not with the trade. They're going to get a lot better when the, the mandate lifts and they get Kyrie full time. That's yeah. how Brooklyn yeah. gets better. That, that's a huge part of this too, Sean, because I always envisioned it happening around April ish. Now that it's happening yeah. this soon, that's, that's a huge advantage for Brooklyn right now. Yeah. But yeah, so like what happened I don't know. there? By the way, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that later. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll get into that. But I don't want to spend our, too much time talking about Mister. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, you know, you know my feelings about the the person uh, that we're, we're we're referring to. Anyways, the I always thought from the get go, like you just said, Philly got the best. Philly basically traded Andre Drummond and Seth Curry for James Harden. How do you not see that as an upgrade? They didn't. They didn't have Ben, ben Simmons playing at all. Uh, you basically trade Seth Curry and Andre Drummond for James Harden. And the thing is about Harden is like, okay, is it is it like people who are writing him off? His stats this year have been good, like great, like probably. All NBA type type stats, but people I think look at like his his buy into Brooklyn, and I think he was pissed about Kyrie, and now that he's going to a situation that he always wanted to be in, he didn't never wanted to go to Brooklyn. He wanted to go to Philly to begin with. He's going to be motivated. I think you saw that last night in his first game, put up twenty seven and twelve. They looked literally unstoppable. So yeah, I think Philly wins this trade by a landslide, but. Both teams get better. 
That's the problem. And if we're the, from the Celtics' point of view, not the best timing for all this stuff to sort of go down, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, not, not only do both teams get better, but there's a good chance you're going to face one of them. And it's probably going to be the Philadelphia 76ers. I, I don't know. I feel like if the Celtics are to, are to make a deep playoff run, they're going to run into Philly. And that's a really tough matchup. Even though they do have a good record, season record against this team, this is a different team now. But with that yeah. being said, you lost some you lost some shooting in this trade, right? Seth Curry by nah. by from from the stats, he's actually shooting better than his brother, regardless of what happened in All Star Weekend. So um that that's a that's a hole there, you know. But at the same time, um there's only is a short list of teams that I that I think the Celtics should be worried about. But if you put yourself in the position to be to have home court advantage, there's a good chance you're only you're only gonna be facing um one of those teams, one of the three of those teams, whether it be the Miami Heat, whether it be the the, the, the Milwaukee Bucks, or whether it would be the uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. You know, I think those are the three teams that you have to be most scared of. But out of those three, the Philadelphia 76ers are probably going to be the most challenging. Honestly, honestly, Sway, like, to what you, like, you're talking about scary teams in the East. The top six teams in the East are going to be battling each other as early as the first round. Uh, like you could legitimately be looking at, like, in any of the top six teams, literally playing each other in that four or five game. Uh, like that could be a Milwaukee. It could even be Milwaukee Celtics. It could be like the Bulls versus the Heat or something. Like, there's gonna be some huge, huge uh, matchups early in the playoffs. So I don't even think you can really look at the rest of the Eastern Conference. You just gotta get to the top. You just like they need to keep winning. They the only way the Celtics can I think make a big a deep playoff run is this may sound silly, but get the number one seed. Like you need to get the number one seed. So then you 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 literally avoid Brooklyn, who the number two or number three seed could possibly play Brooklyn in the first round, which is just wild. Uh, the you you then you can also avoid that four five matchup, like the even the three six like that. There's no yeah. there's no easy outs in the Eastern Conference this year, except if you get the one seed. So like the Celtics, I think the the biggest thing for the Celtics to do is to keep winning. Don't take your foot off the gas. Get to the number one seed and then hold it because that's that's their. I think what we're looking at like the the way the Celtics will be able to get over this trade and get over the fact that. You know, the two best teams in the East got better, and you still have Milwaukee bringing in pieces left and right in the buyout market. You got to get the number one seed. That's, 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 I think, where we're at. Damn. That's the first time I heard that. All right, Sean. Well, I mean, what, I'm serious, 20 man. Game, there's the 20 games left. I mean, 20 games left. Only... If you do the math, there is, there is time. It is possible, but there's plenty of time, and it's not like any of the teams have to fall off, but if you can go like, like if there's let's say if you go fifteen and five over the last twenty games, you have a chance. You have a chance to hit that number one seed in the in the Eastern Conference. Like you're only what after today, what four games back of the number one seed? Let's see what happens. All right. Well, with that being said, let's look ahead. We looking ahead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's back. Pipes are back. Yo. Hey, hey, everybody. You know what it's so time that damn keyboard. So where's my connect flight, sir? Tell me. Where's my connect flight? Can you tell me? Uh, hold on. 
I'm not going through two cities. All right. I just one uh, stop, I can one get stop. you. I can get you. I can get you to your destination, but you got to stop it at Tulsa. It's an overnight stay no, in Tulsa. No, I need a direct flight, sir. I need no, no. That's ridiculous. Keep looking. Hey. <laughs> they always, they always when, when they look at even harder, they they, they start pressing the press. <laughs> the keys are going crazy. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm looking. You know. <laughs> It's like you do, and you do understand, sir. If you just go on Google, you can look exactly what I'm looking at. Right? It's 2022, sir. You know that. <laughs> My travel agent told me. All right, there is a flight. It's a direct flight. Keep looking. Uh, all right, all right. So here, here's where we're sitting. The the, the Celtics. Where are we the sitting? Celtics. The Celtics are going to have to leave Detroit. Travel through Cheyenne, Wyoming, overnight stay. Oh, then, then <laughs> bypass through Indiana. Celtics play the Pacers tomorrow night at 5 p.m. So, uh, the Pacers are absolutely reeling at this point. They have nothing to play for. Yo, uh, they got, they got, they got. Oh, they got some pieces though. They, they got, got Duarte. Duarte, Duarte, Duarte's back. You got uh. Brogdon's back. I don't sure. know if that's just a, if that was just a rehab start or whatever, but he 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 was back in the lineup a couple nights ago. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. Which, which is fine. They're also if they to to be perfectly honest, they should be tanking at this point. So they should be losing games. They traded Sabonis, their best player. Sabonis was the best pacer probably since Paul George. Yeah, Paul, <laughs> Paul George. George yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they have, they they went from like I just don't get how we gotta talk. Can we talk about that trade for a minute? That trade, I love it. I, I just I don't love for Sacramento. I love it for Sacramento too. Like, oh okay, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think the Pacers. Everyone's like, whoa, why did we trade Halliburton? Like, dog, you traded your the only piece to build around in Indiana. And you know what? Sabonis probably would have been okay in staying in Indiana for the rest of his career. He just got, he's like, not like, he's not like showtime. Like he probably is like, okay, I'll stay here, build around me, pay me my money and let's, let's build a team. Right. I don't know why they would give up on that. Cause now, you know, Halliburton's out the first chance he can, you know, like, I don't know what they're, what they're trying to do, but um, either way, Celtics Pacers, 5 PM tomorrow. So another matinee ish game. Uh, for the Celtics, Th- then the, so so Pacers, and then they get back home for the start of a three-game homestand. So we'll go through the whole three. They got the Hawks traveling to Boston, which has been like an Achilles heel. And you know, before the All-Star break, we were able to take them out, and for the first time all season, which they've had our numbers. So that'll be an interesting game. The Hawks. If you're asking me, that loss was the turnaround. Like after that loss, I just think their yeah. approach has just been completely. Locked in, solid, and it all started in that game in in, in um, New Orleans. That was, that was right after that was, the Hawks game. That was in Atlanta, right? Yeah, I was there. You that wonder, was the last game. Was, you think that was the last time email? I saw them? That was the last time I saw them play the way they did in that fourth quarter, where it was just yeah. like, you know, the effort wasn't there. Then they got desperate, and the game was over. It was too little, too late. You know. You think Eme caught them? Doing stuff in Atlanta, I don't know, partying up too hard or something, that maybe like. You know, he's been hard on them all season. And, you know, every time they go to Atlanta, there's always something that happens. Maybe something uh, – I wouldn't be surprised to hear about something coming out after the end of the season. Something happened. 
maybe that's how Ime got the respect of the room because it seems like you're right, 100%, man. Like, that was a typical Celtics not worrying about anything performance, like, oh, we lost, no big deal. And then after that, you know, we'll the next game they, they totally blew out the Pelicans. So I don't know. And then, so, again, three-game homestand, you got the Hawks. You got the Grizzlies coming to town, which will be a tough game. Grizzlies playing really good basketball right now. John Morant probably – I don't know why John Morant's not getting a ton of MVP discussion, probably because they're not a top three Because the seed, team sucks. But... Yeah. <laughs> you know the answer to that question. No, I mean the Grizzlies are – the NBA, man. You can't be an MVP candidate if your team ain't a, ain't a top team. That's just how it they're goes. The top, they're, they're number three in the West, bro. No, I know that. But at the same time, they just got there, though, like – you can't just be like, oh, he's an automatic MVP candidate because they, they just they got to stay there. We'll see. I don't know. I, I mean, he'll get votes. Don't get me wrong. But candidate, like a top four, I don't know. I don't know if he's quite there yet. Well, you think about it. I mean, who, who do you have in your top four? I mean, it's Joel Embiid, Giannis. Embiid, Giannis. Um, Booker should be getting uh, MVP. I was going to say I was going to say Booker. But people are probably going to lean towards Chris Paul. Probably Which is probably. bullshit. That's bull- but he's missing a ton of time now. So yeah, has he ever? Chris I Paul's think... never won an MVP, right? Yeah, no. I think if Booker can keep the team in, at the top of the top of the Western Conference without without Chris Paul there, then he should be a, he should be a lock in him versus Embiid for the MVP. I think that makes a lot of sense. Anyways, yeah, I think Embiid gets it this year. I think he gets it this year for sure. You know, John Morant's in the conversation. I'll just put that out there. John Morant and. Just wait to see if the Celtics get up to that number one seed. Then how are you going to talk? How are you going to how are you going to say Jason Tatum isn't in that conversation either? Let's put that out there. <laughs> if if it happens, we'll see. If <laughs> if it, that it, happens, it, he's getting votes for sure. Which was which was by the way a bold prediction of mine that he would finish top five in MVP voting. Tatum. So we'll see. Oh, speaking of MVPs, I'm, I'm, I totally forgot about that. Demar Derozan should be in this conversation as well. One hundred percent. I was gonna I was gonna say that actually. I was that's that's my that's my three right there. Uh, right now, the top of the list is, is Embiid, um, Embiid, Giannis, and, and um, DeRozan. And uh, DeRozan, yeah. Yeah, I think Steph Steph had it on lockdown, but he's sort of fallen off. And When he went ice cold the way he did? Yeah, that, was, that, yeah. Is, that wasn't helping anybody. And then, like, even though he sort of heated back up, everyone's like, nah, Steph, you went ice cold. All right? You had it, but you went ice cold. Yeah. We're used to, yeah. we're not, used to Steph who never goes year. ice cold. Yeah, <laughs> right. Not this year. This ain't right. unanimous Steph Curry season, okay? This ain't. They were happen. talking about that. They were talking about that last year. Remember when he had that crazy year? And they're like, "Yo, mm-hmm. this, the Warriors are. They're not going to make the playoffs. No, no, he can't be MVP this year. No, he can't be MVP. Right. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think it's going to honestly, the way things are bunching up in the Eastern Conference, and like the thing we just said about like. Job Morant, like, yeah, okay, he's the top three, but like, you're gonna have the top five seeds in the Eastern Conference have a legitimate player, a, a team, a, a player on their team that has a legitimate case for MVP, which is wild, like a legitimate case, because I don't think there's yeah, the same. I think that uh, I also think that James Harden going to Philly is gonna hurt Joel Embiid's MVP case because Harden's gonna get the ball. You know, it's not gonna be all Embiid yeah, all the but... time anymore. It's like twenty games, you know. So I don't know. Yeah. Actually, it'd probably be less. I think. I think 
yeah, Embiid, Embiid's in that conversation. He's got a he's got a really legitimate shot, a really legitimate shot this year. Yeah, someone has to go above me on like you know Jason Tatum going you know nineteen and one over the last twenty games and winning that MVP. There we go, baby. Uh, speaking of the top teams in the East, Sunday, March sixth, the Nets come to Boston. Do we get the G League Nets, or do you think anybody's coming back? No, no, this is the real thing, man. They're running out of time here. You know, once you get into, once you creep into March, yeah. especially a road game where you can take advantage of Kyrie Irving, they're going all in. You got to send See, a message. You got to. You guys start thinking about you guys start thinking about your position in the standings now, and you know the lead that the Celtics have on you right now, and you can't let yourself dip all the way down. I mean, look, even if they were to go into the play-in tournament, which they probably have a good chance of coming out of that, that's not ideal. So I, I think you see them, you see the new look uh, Nets against the Celtics in that matchup. So, so let me let me just let, let's talk about the Nets real quick because you're a hundred percent right, Sway. They need to turn their shit around, and they need to do it today because they're sliding man listen to the schedule they have the bucks on saturday night they have the raptors on monday and then the raptors on tuesday back to back then they have the heat celtics hornets 76ers that is the next seven games for the nets and if they go one out of six in that seven games which is if if they're not if if if, you know Kyrie plays they're losing at least four of those best case scenario they're losing four of those games if Ben Simmons doesn't get on the court, they're losing five of those. Five, they're losing five out of the last next seven. For, see, for me, that's beside the point. Like, this dude has to get his mind right. He's got to get his body right. Like, it's a whole, like, we'll see you in April type of thing. And whatever you can get from you is, is, is it's gravy. But, you know, that's why they're like, bringing in reinforcements. That's why they're big into the buyout market right now. They have to. Yeah. They need they some help, man. They, they need some help. They, they, their lineup right now of washed – Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge actually like they're getting doing, vital minutes. They're doing the most. They're doing the most. Yeah. That like, they, those they are, players again. Everything. They are so screwed. Like they are so screwed to, to think that, you know, the end of their schedule is actually pretty, pretty easy. Like the last 10 games, maybe they'll get the rant back for that last 10 games going into the playoffs. But like, I mean, early March is going to be a struggle for them if they're not ready to go. And, I don't think Ben Simmons plays until they go to Philly on March 10th. I I don't think he'll he'll be able to play. You know what? Yeah, he's not going to make that Boston trip. I, I guess technically you won't see the, the 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 new look Nets, but I think you see the other guys. And um, you think Kyrie's uh, coming I mean, to Boston? I think, I think Kyrie's coming to Boston. Yeah, for sure. You do? He has to because if not, Sean, what are we doing here? Like, what are you what are you afraid? You was, get you your scared? Gatorade like, bottles this... ready, bro. Get your Gatorade <laughs> bottles ready. Let's go. Let's go. Like you can't be that guy right now. You can't. If you are, you're sending the you're sending an awful message to your teammates, and you're yeah. just gonna make things worse. Like you, you have to show up. You have to show up. In this yeah. Game. Your team so, needs you I, now more than ever. So seriously, I think like at the end, at you the end can't of this trade, you can't blame the mandate on this one. Like you better you better be you, your ass better be in Boston that for that game yeah. all right, next next week. Yeah, man, because this schedule is not – I mean, this schedule is – This is seven games where you go Bucks, Raptors, Raptors, Heat, Celtics, Hornets, 76ers in seven no, 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 games. No, 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 no. I'm, talking about, I'm talking about looking ahead. 
Oh, that was four games. For the Celtics. Four games for the That's Celtics. That's four games. And that takes you to next Sunday, right? Takes us to next week. Yeah. So four games in seven days. What do we got, Sway? Yeah, I'm going three and one. You son three of a Three and one. Bitch. And I wouldn't be shocked if it's that Pacers game. I really don't like that game for the Celtics. No. On the back-to-back. I like that game. Especially I, on the back-to-back. I, nah, man. I like that game. I think uh, – I don't like it. I think that Thursday night Grizzlies game will be I, – I actually think it will be a classic. Like, that's going to be a classic game. Like, I don't know if the Celtics is going to come out on, on it, uh, uh, out on top, but you got those two teams that are both, like, poised to – be like we're not a we're, we're a legit contender type battle like I, I like those ones like you know teams that have something to prove but yeah man i don't know tough little streak here you get three game home we stand four and oh baby we're going four and oh. that would be what a six game winning streak to kick things off yeah it's the all-star break yeah be beautiful think of beauty 17 out of 18? Jeez. Let's go, baby. Let's go. This is 2000 and this is 2000 and, uh, 2009 Celtics right. numbers. Everybody place your best with Ducha. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Slide into his DM, whatever you need to do. And we'll have, uh, you'll have your payout in a week, I guess. We'll see. We'll see if this thing happens. Yeah, I'll put, I'll put, I'll, I'll, I'll put a hundred up on it. Any, whoever wants to bet against that, let's go. <laughs> Put a hundred on it right now, dog. Let's go. She's already, dude has already slapped a hundred dollar bill on the table. You hear that, guys? <laughs> he doesn't fuck around. Hit him up. Hit him up. Hit us up. We'll get this thing started. Let's go. All right. We'll see. We'll see. And next episode, we'll have Joel back. So we'll, I'm sure he's got some great stories for us. From the oh, yeah. He, from, 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 from Honduras. Man, dog, lucky uh, him. Jo- Joel... Joel is obviously having like a wonderful vacation, family, everything's down there, but he has taken the best picture of all time. That picture of him with the dolphin, when he's like, oh, oh yeah, the dolphin's yeah. Just never <laughs> I, that, that is legitimately the best picture I've ever seen of all time, bro. It's I've just never like, swam with dolphins, man. I'm jealous. Yo, but. It's like he's standing there with his homie. Like, he's just like, yo, it's like 2 a.m. at the club. He's just like, yeah. And the dolphin's just like, what up? Yeah, yeah. What's good, bro? We out here. Oh, that picture. Oh, man. I'm gonna, I want that on a t-shirt, bro. I want that picture on a t-shirt, man. Just rock it. So he'll be back next episode with In Case You Missed It. Uh, in the meantime, guys, make sure you head to patreon.com uh, slash causeway. We had a really good time with that. Uh, there was a two, the 2-22-22 day. Yes. Uh, we had uh, one episode. It was free. On unlocked for 24 hours and wow a lot of people listen to it and i'm not gonna lie Sean, I'm ah. like, we talked about a lot in that episode do you remember that episode <laughs> what i'm talking about Jeez. college uh, story after college story it's one God. thing when you know only the subscribers are going to be listening to it, but when you got your right. whole damn facebook friends oh, instagram shit. friends they all had access to it and this is the thing about patreon too they're not going to tell you who who listened to it you, of you, course all you know all we know is how many people listen to it, and that number was really high. So, but anyways, I, I got no feedback. Did you? They, I, anyone who's judging me off of those stories, I, they haven't said shit yet. So I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, they they're they're doing the silent judging. I think if they knew who Tunis was, though, they probably would be after him, bro. You know. <laughs> I think out of all of it, Tunis got the Tunis worst. Made it. Tunis had yeah. the worst look on that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> subscribe patreon.com slash causeway if you haven't already man check us out um check it you out know, you already know we've we've been we've been saying this for a while and it still applies uh, just by you subscribing, you've entered your name into winning a free Celtics uniform, free Celtics jersey. How many jerseys we gave away this year? How many jerseys? Six jerseys? Overall, six. Uh, this year, this will be the first one since it's only been a couple of months to the new year. So um, oh, we're going to get this one out really though. soon. Oh, the season? This is going to be the, what, the third? Third, third, third unit. Fourth. Yeah. Yeah. All if you right. combine last seasons all together, yeah, it's been like six. But yeah, this year. And if you get. We've got a, we got a pick, couple. If you do pick Marcus Smart, one of the things people don't know, you do pick Marcus Smart, we actually uh, send you two jerseys. So there you go. <laughs> I just made that up there. You're just happy he survived the trade line. That's, that's what this is. Oh, I'm so stoked, bro. I, I bought the Marcus Smart jersey. First jersey I bought since Jay Crowder. I bought it. Finally did. When was this? At the uh, Suns game, bro. I bought it at the stadium. Old school. <laughs> Old school. Went to the pro shop and everything, bro. <laughs> right after the game, too? No, right before the game. Right before the game. We walked into the pro shop. Like a, oh, right before? And then you put it on and, and yeah. popped the tag off and went inside the game? Yeah, popped the tag <laughs> off, bro. Walked right in that bitch with a brand new fucking yeah, who, who are you? Jeez. <laughs> I needed it, bro. Uh, who but does that? Way, who does that? My Paul Pierce jersey I've had since... I've had my Paul Pierce jersey since I think seventh grade. It's a men's large. It is worn out. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. It was. It's like coming apart. I'm like, okay, I have to retire this. My only other Celtics jersey is Jay Crowder, and I couldn't yeah. wear it that day because they were playing the. So yeah, that's the one. That's the one you were wearing when you made you you made it into the montage for the, the, for the, the jumbo playoffs. Yeah, the Jumbotron. Uh, yeah. Not, but not only did you make it on the Jumbotron wearing that thing, but they liked this so much that you made it to, like, the, the, the pregame hype, you know, right before the player introduction video. And you were yeah. on there, man. <laughs> That's just so funny. Yo, that With year I was classic Sox hat, crowd of jersey, Paula next to you. Your, it wasn't even your fiancé yet. Just your girlfriend at the time. That's, that's, that's yeah, funny, man. man. Classic. But, but, you know, you know. I took gonna... that picture safe somewhere. How are you gonna how are you gonna say no to someone who's in the Celtics montage pump up montage part? You can't, right? At that point. Yeah, can't. Can't. With the crowd jersey uh, on and you and you made it. There you go. Look. Yeah, that was the she that was the that was the year I was in the building. I, that was when I, I bought that uh, half season ticket package. That was awesome. What'd she I, have on? I think she I wanna say she had an I wanna say she had an IT jersey on. Isaiah no? Thomas. Had a jersey bro. Also. IT. That's yeah, right. she ain't rocking. That was IT. that was her dude. That was yeah. her dude. She still uh, loves time. Isaiah Thomas and Jimmy Garoppolo, bro. Those are those are two that she can't get over. No, a lot of Southern fans feel the same way. No. And by the way, <laughs> can we bring him back? Not can quite. Brad Bingham bring him back? Just bring the guy back. Like, why not? I don't know. You still get that spot. You sounded like Tommy the first thing. The little the guy. guy back. Come on. Uh, the little guy. Speaking of. Before we get out of here, 42 points for Grand Rapids. He's back in the G League, lighting things up. You think he gets oh. signed, if not by the Celtics, maybe somebody else? Well, I was just actually uh, trying to see how many he put up against uh, the main Celtics yesterday because I think they played the main Celtics yesterday. Oh, he played uh, main yesterday? Oh. Let me see. <laughs> Fucking keyboard. 
I can't help it, bro. <laughs> uh, so technically, what he's on the he's on the Lakers G League. Yeah, it's Grand Rapids, huh? Yeah. Hold on, let's get the. I don't know. In the G League this year, he's averaging uh, thirty-seven point nine points per game. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, only playing pretty, three games, so which is pretty good. <laughs> Uh, yeah. but yeah, that's, that's pretty good. You know, I think if you average 40 points in the G league, you could probably make it into the NBA. And if Brad Stevens doesn't sign him and somebody else signs him like the nets, imagine if he's coming off the nets bench. Whew. Got some problems there, bro. That could happen. Actually. I, I don't, I don't think he would. We'll but see. He could go to Philly. He could go to Philly. You don't think he or would. Maybe. What do you mean? You don't think he would. Isaiah was signing the team right now. Are you kidding? I don't think he'll play with Kyrie. You think he's gonna not go because of Kyrie Irving? If the Brooklyn Nets offered him a contract, he's going, man. Yeah, he's probably, team right probably, now. You're probably right. I think if especially he especially a playoff offers, team, that yeah, right. Well, yeah, that okay, could yeah, turn yeah, into a contract next. It wouldn't year. be the worst. Yeah. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world because you you're on a contender and you're putting yourself on the you're showcasing yourself, you know, for next season and beyond. But anyways, that's gonna wrap up this episode of the Cosby Street Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Causeway Street. Also, of course, on Instagram. Uh, plenty of content on CausewayStreet.com. Joel has not stopped writing, even though he's on vacation. So show him some love there. Uh, check out all the content we have. And, um, and of course, uh, if you haven't already, again, Patreon.com slash Causeway. Check us out. Subscribe. Check it out. Um, brand new episode. Like we said, man, a lot of funny college stories in there from Sean and I. Probably one of the funniest episodes we probably put together. So check that out. Check that one out. Um one-on-one with Joe Sway. We've got a brand new episode coming out. The newest episode uh, with Julie Maravilla. She's uh, the, the first only Honduran female swimmer to represent the country at the Olympics. Uh, so I had a really great conversation with her. The connections that we have is not – it extends way beyond our, our Honduran background, man, with Joel and I, man. It's insane. I'll just, I'll just say that much. Check it out. Um, again, patreon.com slash causeway. And, of course, a uh, brand new episode of um, After Hours coming up as well. And uh, one subscription gets yourself a chance to win a, a new Celtics jersey, man. And as, as, as Sean just said, if you pick Marcus Smart, I guess you get two. I don't you know. get two! That. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right, guys. That's going to do it for us. Until next week, Sean's got you covered for your travel accommodations. Hit him up. He, he's checking up flights right now. <laughs> Let's do it! What are you checking over? What are you typing back there? I really just want to get the box score for this main Southeast game, and it's impossible to freaking find us. We'll have your Isaiah Thomas watch update for next week yeah, as well. I think I think we do that until he's signed. We are going to give updates about Isaiah Thomas. The only podcast IT updates that will give you IT updates on a weekly basis is the Causeway Street Podcast. That's right. Don't go Googling. We got you covered. Now, don't even worry about Googling. You're going to be end up like this. Checking, checking, checking. That's all you're going to do. That's all you're going to do. Typing all day. You need your travel agent. All right, your travel agent got you covered. All right, for Sean Dutra, I am Josue Pavone. We'll see you guys. We'll check you guys out next week. Later.